Shallow, and welcome back to the Mermaids for Mental Health podcast. I'm your host, Mermaid Heart, and I am so excited to be interviewing Mermaid Luna today from Siren Diving and also Luna Mermaid Entertainment. And if you can just give a little introduction about yourself. Okay. Um, I am Anna, uh, or also known as Mermaid Luna, and I own two mermaid businesses. I own Luna Mermaid Entertainment, and I own Siren Diving. And uh, one is entertainment, and one is Patty Mermaid classes and mermaid meditation. Wow. That's so cool. I'm just like in awe of everything that you've accomplished and like just going through like all your business. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. This mermaid has like absolute goals. Like I am so excited to chat to you today. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I was so excited. I was like, I don't feel like I've accomplished that much because I I see all these other people and I'm like, oh, how do I get there? And then I have to constantly remind myself like where I started and where I am now. (laughs) Yeah, like that imposter syndrome. I think we all get it. Like, no matter where we are on our journey with mermaiding, we always kind of feel like, oh, like I could be doing this better or I could have this or I'm the type of person as an artist, I always get new ideas. So I'm like, oh, I want to do this and this and this and this. And it's like, okay, I'm just going to focus on one thing for a little while. It's so hard to do. (laughs) It's so hard to do. I can't, I can't focus on one thing. I focus on like, I'm like, I got an idea here, 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 here. And I'm just, then I got my kids in the background. My husband's got his stuff going and I'm like, I'm going to do it all. And then, you know, burnout. (laughs) Oh yes. I am. Yes. I know burnout very, very well. It can, it's one of the things that I'm really trying to incorporate is a little bit more in like what. I'm creating content wise is like more about self-care to help prevent these things like burnout. But you know, that's, it's really hard. Like self-care can be really boring too. (laughs) Yeah. And I I feel like a lot of people think self-care is like, um, like you only live once YOLO type things, like go out, party, eat the cake. And it's like, no, it's actually like brushing your teeth taking a shower, making your bed, like doing the dishes and like that's self-care because that's setting you up. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. And like even just moving your body for like 10, 20 minutes a day, like I think, you know, I work from home and I think a lot of people do um, nowadays, everything's like, you know, sitting down and they say like sitting is the new smoking where we're just sitting all day and to actually be intentionally getting up, moving our body is like a form of self-care, but it really can be easily forgotten. (laughs) It can be, which is, I, I turn to music a lot for that because I'm so like, I guess, music motivated if that makes oh. sense like depending on the song if i if i'm listening to like an upbeat kind of song i'll it'll get me moving so i will try to find those songs and put them on and just have like a dance party of one for myself sometimes and that oh, kind of gets that. me moving a dance party of one i love that so much and i think dancing is actually a form of simming um I know that if I get really like anxious and stuff and I just like start like moving and, you know, my dancing skills are not (laughs) 
not that great. I like to pretend I could be like a K-pop star, but like, no. <laughs> hey, you, you, with practice, you could be. Listen, I ha- yeah. actually have a yeah. bachelor's degree in dance. So. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And like, how did you go from getting, you know, being a dancer to becoming a mermaid? Because that's like, it feels very similar, but I'm not really sure. Like, I don't know the similarities, differences. So I, in college, I majored in dance um, and it it was a lot of fun, but I feel like the, the culture of dance or like the, like the socialness of it, like I didn't really feel like I fit into that like structure of it. Um, and I always had a passion for like marine biology because when I was a kid, I was like, I'm going to grow up and be a dolphin. But I, um, and I, and I would always say marine biology and other science things. And I had actually broken my foot during college. So there was a good chunk of the year where I couldn't dance. And I was like, okay, if this doesn't heal properly, like, then what am I going to do? And then I started looking more into the science, um, marine biology and stuff. And I was like, maybe that's what I want to go for. So I finished out my degree and then I moved to Florida. And I started going to school and I took some biology classes and stuff and it just, it, it, it didn't work out. There was a lot of stuff going on, um, where it didn't work out. And it's actually where I met my husband. And then, uh, he moved to Ohio. I moved with him and we started, then we got married, moved all over the place and dance was actually on the back burner. And, um, so was marine biology and then one day my sister sent me a video of like the wiki watchy mermaids oh why aren't you doing this and i was like oh i didn't realize this was a thing and then i was immediately obsessed and and bought a tail probably like a month after she sent me that video like a fin fun tail and then after I bought that tail, I went and bit the bullet and I bought a fin folk tail. And then now I've got all the tails. Yeah. yeah. And here we are. <laughs> and I see that silicone tail now in the background. I see that bad, that bad boy. Oh, That's my mernation. It's mernation. I love it. Wow. I say good night to her like every night and my husband just rolls his eyes. He's like, you're so oh. weird. Oh. You just don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I think a lot of mermaids get it. It's like, oh, you know, when you start talking to people about how much some of these tails cost, it's like, oh, wow, how can you afford that? And it's like, well, I prioritize what I want to spend my money on. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And you create like a budget to, uh, you know, I still don't have a silicone tail yet, but I really want one. It's actually extremely difficult to get one where I live in Australia because, you know, like all the shipping costs and everything. So I'm thinking if I I go back home for a visit, like somehow make it a way to get a silicone. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. (laughs) I was going to say, if you're anywhere near Florida, by the time like total payment was in, she finished that bad boy in a week and had it shipped out. (gasps) No way. Oh my gosh. Well, that's okay. You could, you could technically... (laughs) Technically start yeah. the process, have it shipped to your your uh, your hometown yeah. and then bring it back with you. Yeah. Be like, oh, yeah, uh, dad. Hey, uh, 
Uh, there's going to be something delivered to you. Just don't. It's going to be about a 30-pound package delivered for me. Just hold on to it. Please don't way. open it. By the way, you're going to get a delivery? Oh, man, that would be hilarious. Oh, it's so cool to, like, hear about kind of, like, what led you into, you know, even knowing what mermaiding was and then what kind of inspired you to be like, this is what I want to become a mermaid. Um, so <laughs> I actually laugh at this story because it's, it's ridiculous in hindsight, but I feel like every other mermaid would, would understand. Um, so when I got my first tail, it was a fin fun tail and I ordered it off of Amazon. It came and it came during a dinner party that we had at our house oh. when I lived, when we lived in New York and it was during summer and we had a pool in the backyard. It's the middle of a dinner party. I'm just going to remind you. And Amazon rings the doorbell. I get all excited and I don't even wait. I, this is the people my husband is going to school with, like getting his PhD oh. with. <laughs> yeah. Like that type of dinner party. Yeah, imaging science, like really smart people, engineers and all that. And uh, and I'm like, well, whatever. And I open it up and I freak out. And I was like, you know what? I don't even care. I literally put it on and jumped in the pool while everyone was on the patio. Nobody. This wasn't a pool party. And I just jumped in the pool with it on. And I was like, this is the best day of my life and the best $100 I've ever spent. (laughs) And I was like, this just feels... It just felt so right, and I didn't even care that people were just, like, watching me and asking my husband, what the hell is your wife doing? And they must have loved that. Like, that must have been just, like, the best thing ever. Like, imagine being at, like, a dinner party, and then someone just puts on a mermaid tail. Like, it's a mermaid tail delivered to them. And it's like, all right, jumps in the pool with it on. Uh, that would be amazing. Yeah, a lot of them had a very strange look because we didn't really know them that well this was like our get (laughs) to know them kind of thing um so uh, they're all still friends with us to this day so that's cool they it they stuck around (laughs) i was like that's how i know you guys are good friends (laughs) you want y'all want to get to know me this is me what made you kind of go from having a dinner party and getting a tail on to becoming a patty mermaid instructor because that's next level you know that's like Wow. So I I think it I well I have ADHD and I think it might be that part of you that's like that just decides to pick up a thing and you have to master it. But most of those things they kind of fall to like the wayside. But this was the one thing that I was like, no, I have to. And so um I did a um a mermaid retreat with uh Brandy Anthony, Vero Beach Mermaid. And then she was talking about the instructor thing. And as she's talking about the instructor thing, I was like, that's it. That's it. That's it. (laughs) And then the next year I went and got my, uh, did my instructor training with her. Oh my God. I'm like clapping my hands right now. I, (laughs) and as someone who has, you know, special interests is autistic. I totally understand the like, diving into this world and it becomes your entire life having that dream realized what an amazing accomplishment I'm just so excited for you to it it was it was quite interesting like as like stuff kind of hit me slowly with it too where it was like it was like 
I really do like this. Is this a hobby or is this more? And then um, the more like I thought of it, the more obsessed I got with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I was just like, no, this is this is what I want to spend my time doing, because if I'm spending my free time like researching it and doing it for fun and I can get these skills and I have these skills where I can give them to other people, like, mm. why not? Yeah. And to, to give them skills to be able to mermaid in a safe way. I, I've talked about, you know, how mermaiding can be dangerous a little bit on previous episodes. And so I'm really excited to talk to a Patty Mermaid instructor because you kind of know um, firsthand, like what the dangers are and how to be safe about mermaiding and how, so we can all have fun, right? That's the main goal is. Yeah. <laughs> To have fun, but also to yeah. be safe. Safety is always number one. Yeah, because it's not a video game, you know. You can't, you can't just start over. <laughs> I I mean, and it seems so innocent to people because they're like, oh, you're just playing mermaids. And I'm like, no, your legs are bound together in yeah. a fin in the water. If you do not know how to swim, you are screwed. So yeah. do not put one of those tails on unless you know what you're doing. And not to mention that you're holding your breath and that like at any point in time, you're going to need air that we all need yeah, to breathe. And if, <laughs> and if you have trouble treading water, like if you don't know how to tread water yet, like I've yeah. had, I've yeah. met some, had some students that um, had a little difficulty that like couldn't pass because they couldn't tread water. And if you can't tread water, like that's a big safety thing. So for anybody who is mermaiding and but they're not doing their like um certification or anything, make sure you have like your like swim aids with you, like pool noodles or you're in the shallow end. Obviously, I hope it's obvious, uh never, ever, 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 ever swim alone. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so just making sure you have those aids there with you to help you float around and stuff. But yeah. Yeah, that that never swim alone, I think. A lot of people, it just needs to be said, you know, over and over again, it's like, it can be so dangerous. And it's not just to have a buddy with you to have a good time. It's actually a safety precaution as well. There's so many things that can go wrong and we all want to just get in the water and have a great time. But when we prepare ourselves, even if, you know, like you said, if they're not doing Patty Mermaid, there's other things they can do to make sure they're safe. And, and having a good time and not having to, you know, deal with any of the consequences of, of not being safe about it. So, yeah, of course, we're mermaids for mental health. So how can you describe like how has mermaiding helped your mental health and well-being? Um, uh, immensely. Um, yeah, I so <laughs> I I have a range of disorders myself. I have trichotillomania. I have ADHD. I have anxiety. I have depression. I have complex PTSD and I have PTSD separate from that. Um, had a very eventful, uh, life. Um, <laughs> so, and it, it gave me an outlet and I always felt that outlet in dance, but I didn't feel the community within that. But then when I discovered mermaiding and I found a community, I was like, this is where I feel it. This is where I feel myself. This is where I feel like I don't have to pretend. This is where I don't have to worry if I'm socially awkward, which is a lot. And um, it just, it kind of helped me like really 
just accept myself. Hmm. And, um, yeah. you know, the, and all, all the, all the strange parts of me and being okay with it and growing with that and then taking that and then putting it into like a business. So incredible. I love what you're doing, um, as a Patty Mermaid instructor, but also as an entertainer. And, you know, I imagine there must be a lot of pressure with that as well. So is this actually getting in the water help you kind of maintain that balance? Um, cause it's something I feel myself, you know, like I'm constantly making the posts and trying to keep mermaids for mental health. Wait a minute. Like, okay, I'm actually slipping into, um, not feeling so great. So I just need to get into the water and actually mermaid. And this is what's going to help me too. Well, our bodies have like this natural response to being around water, whether it's visually or physically that, uh, releases like the dopamine and all of that, that helps relax our bodies and gives us a sense of just calm. Um, and it's not just the people who are mermaids. It's like yeah. it, there, there are studies, people, and if you look at like the population of the United States and everything, you notice that like the highlighted chunks of the population are around the coastlines and that's for a reason. Um, so water has a profound impact on our uh, mental state uh, and for some people like us more than others, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. And with the with the uh, Patty Mermaid class too, you do the you learn these things called um, breathe ups and recovery breaths and static apneas, where you are breathing a special way, like a form of box breathing, um, where you breathe in for like four seconds, hold, breathe out, hold, breathe in, and just kind of repeat that little square. And you do that with your face in the water and obviously a mm. snorkel. Um, and that triggers that, and I can never say this word correctly, mammalian oh, reflex. I it, yes, I know the one you're you're saying and I can never pronounce it either. <laughs> I think it's, I I feel terrible as an instructor. I should be able to pronounce it, but it, it doesn't matter how many times I try, I can't. But it's that reflex. Once once your like face hits the water, it slows your heart rate down and it calms you down. And mm-hmm. um, then when you're taking these, when you're doing these um, breathing exercises, the, the box breathing, um, it bring it calms you down even more and kind of brings you more fully into the moment. Um, because if you're if you're not in the moment, which is so hard to do mm-hmm. anyway, but if you're not in the moment, your breath hold is going to be a lot shorter, um, mm-hmm. regardless if you have enough oxygen or not, because the moment your brain's like, I have to breathe, the rest of you thinks you have to breathe. Yeah. Um, and then you kind of like panic. So the calmer you are, the longer your dive is and the the more fun it is. <laughs> One question I have is if someone is, you know, has anxiety or has a disorder that makes it difficult to even do the breathing exercises. Um, is there something you might suggest or is it just the act of breathing itself that will help them calm down in that moment and being present in that moment? I think it's going to vary for every, for each individual. Um, but for the most part, it is just the breathing in itself. Um, because you're, if you take the time 
based on all of my lovely diagnoses. If you take the time um, and you're you're focusing on that box breathing, because I I personally can't do box breathing without like focusing only on that. And that helps so much because then it kind of shuts out the noise. And yeah. that really calms, calms the mind is finding that one thing to focus on. If you are just focusing on your breath, you do not have time or space to focus on anything else. And it's quite relaxing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't think about like, oh, did I feed the cat? Like, oh, I got to pick up the milk from the store. Da, 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 da. You, you, defini- yeah. you definitely can, but then you are not focusing on your breathing. So to focus on your breathing means you've shut all that out. Yeah, and and I do think that there's something about mermaiding that for myself I do get overwhelmed by uh, like sensory things and and when I'm underwater like I feel like that kind of that stuff all is shut out, right? Because you're just surrounded by water. You can't hear all that stuff going on. Exactly. I was going to say, are you the person like as soon as your ears are under, you're like, ah, oh, yes. that's amazing. Yeah, that's like, I'm a nervous ball of wreck before I get underwater. I don't know. It's like the feeling of like weightlessness and like the like silence that's like almost like a hug. I don't know. It's yeah. just you have the weightlessness. You've got you've got the silence. You I don't know. It's just there's a lot less worry. Oh, I love that. It's like a warm hug. Oh, it is so nice. In, a, so nice. in some cold pool water. Yeah. <laughs> cold water is some is so nice as well. Sometimes when you just splash in and then oh, I'm awake. I'm ready to start my day. It's better than a coffee. <laughs> it, yeah. But, well, I mean, people do those like ice bath things yeah. now. Yeah. And that's supposed to be good for your mental health, but I don't know, I hate being cold. Yeah, I actually, I have done one of the ice baths on the beaches here. And, you know, you get into the ice bath for like, you're supposed to stay in there for a few minutes. And I can only, <laughs> I can only stand for like two minutes. And then you run into the ocean where it's like warm, you know, it's like, okay. <sighs> but it was you're so brave. Hard. I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't. I like, I'd get my toe in there and I'd be like, nope, nope, I'm out. <laughs> Oh, and especially if it's for like social, like a social media event, and then you have like people taking photos and videos and lives. Like I just get, I, sometimes I just want to do things where I'm cutting off that, like the phones and everything. And I'm actually just in the moment. It doesn't have to be for like marketing or, you know, it, it can get really annoying sometimes when you go to these events and it's all about Instagram or TikTok reels. It's like, come it, on, guys. It really is. And I I despise social media because it's so easy to get sucked into it. And then you just, it, yeah. you, you know, it creates that lovely spiral effect. I mean, I, a lot of my stuff is social media and I have to do it and yeah. I, I yeah. do my best to like take the moments to step away from it. But which makes mermaiding even better. You can't take your phone with you in the water. Yep. I mean, yeah. I mean, some some phones you can, but you can't go online. <laughs> I mean, I guess social media is a double-edged sword where it's helping us connect, but then sometimes it can have that the underbelly. And, you know, the the whole idea of of this, um, the Mermaids for Mental Health and the, the I'll Swim With You project was to kind of, take a take a moment and and create a sense of 
community again, you know, uh, that is beneficial and not just harping on, you know, if someone did something wrong or this happened or this, or, you know, even just like trauma dumping or something like this. Uh, And it's more about, okay, how can we help each other, you know, and that has been really lovely. But at times I do get, uh, what's it like the compassionate, um, like PTSD that you get when you hear too many stories and you have to take a moment and a lot of self care. Cause it can become quite a lot a when, lot. You're, when you're, you're hearing yeah, be, stories. Yeah. And I was literally just talking to my therapist about this <laughs> yeah, yeah, where I was like, why do people find me and I'm always the person everyone trauma dumps to? (laughs) But we've been working on, um, I don't have a term for it, where like you don't carry it, where you just kind of like, you kind of just like visually, we try to take it as like, I'll hold it while you talk about it. And then I'm going to put this down and we're both going to walk away. Yeah. Yeah. And that the putting it down is the really hard part to do. And just, you know, having a safe space where mermaids can share online like their experiences, but also um, how mermaiding has actually helped them and like focusing on the positive aspects of how being in the water, you know, this box breathing, how all of these things can actually help us. I feel like it kind of creates a little switch in our mind too of, um, you know, when I'm thinking about something that's happened to me in the past over and over again and going into that spiral thinking, it's like, okay, how can I take a minute and stop and just breathe and think, what can I do to feel better right now? And and what form of self-care can I do right now? And it's usually mermaiding <laughs> yep, <laughs> to yep, make yep. myself feel better. <laughs> The answer is always mermaiding. It's always mermaiding. I think one of the reasons um, the community, the mermaid community likes it so much is I feel like where's some of the um, the, the few adults, uh, well, I guess I wouldn't say few, never mind, um, but a chunk of adults that still realize you don't have to be a kid to play yeah. and to have fun. And mm. I think that is what really helps us too. It's because that's what we are doing. We are playing. We're having fun. I don't know what the word is for that, but we're having a good time. And it's a, it's not just a distraction, but it's a coping mechanism and it's an outlet and it's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can't get into a mermaid tail. Like I would challenge anyone to get into a mermaid tail and like not get a smile on your face or at least just feel, if you can't smile, then at least just feel like a little bit sense of that like bubbliness that you get when you put on your tail and you're like, oh, you know, just feel like a little kid again, just healing that inner child and just, you know, splashing around in a tail. <laughs> yep, exactly. I have, um, cause I, I also work at a preschool and I have a couple of people that I work with that are just, they, they don't understand the mermaid thing. And then they're like, I just, could you explain it? And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like, who told you? That when you became an adult, you had to stop playing. And they're like, I don't have an answer. And I'm like, there you go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like we kind of, as adults, we forget that, you know, we can play. And a lot of people, they use other forms of play. Like, 
you know, like gaming is in a sense like playing and then, or a lot of people will also drink and that's how they kind of let loose and, and feel more like a little kid again. <laughs> like when you talk to a really drunk person and they just talk like a little kid and you're like, oh, but isn't it healthier? You know, isn't it healthier to do something that might be considered quirky or weird, but it makes you feel good about yourself and you're not going to be hungover the next day. You may be sore, but that's a good thing. Yeah, you're exercising, you know, you're moving your body, you're feeling good in the water. Yeah, I, I do think it is one of those things where a lot of people question it. And then once they hear the benefits then they're like, oh, okay. Like now I kind of understand why you would want to do this. Yeah, you get, you get some people that are, they open their minds a little bit. What's your favorite part of being a mermaid? I think my favorite part is actually the community. Yeah. And being able to share and teach what I know with the community. I I get a I get a big sense of belonging when I can help people or like teach. Aww. Um so that always makes me feel really good and like yay, I did something good. Yeah, you are helping people achieve their mermaid dreams, you know, by by teaching them this is how you can be a mermaid. This is how you do it safely and then boom, you've just made a mermaid. <laughs> yep. And I had I had one student. She um, uh, unfortunately she wasn't able to pass the class, but um, she she had traveled five hours like to wow. see me. I was like, I'm a nobody. You you traveled five oh. hours to see me, and she's like, she's like, yeah, like it just it looked great and everything. And she's like, you the bucket list. She's like, this was on my bucket list, and she was. She's uh, much older. She's in her like 70s and she was just so sweet, so kind. Her own little firecracker spirit. Her, she dyed her hair bright red like Ariel too. So it was awesome. And she just, she was just like, this is just amazing. And I was like, okay, it's all worth it. It's all worth it. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, that is just incredible that you're helping others achieve that dream. And also like being able to, you know, just play around as mermaids. is It's so much fun. <laughs> it, it is. It is a lot of fun. And I mean, there are people who are like really into like the, the mermaid scene and everything too, but they can't swim. They like, they can't go in the water or they're afraid of the water or stuff. Um, so I actually developed a, uh, meditation class for those kinds of people and just kind of for everybody else so they can experience kind of what we get to experience in the water. Oh, wow. That's so nice. Yeah. Cause you know, one of the things I always say is that you don't need a tail to be a mermaid. You can be a mermaid at heart. So I love that you're kind of bringing it to people who, yeah, might be afraid of the water or, you know, who might not feel comfortable swimming with their legs like tying together, <laughs> but they want to be a mermaid too. And it, and it's good because I, it's like an hour long class that I do, but it's like, um, three parts where you're stretching and stuff. So you're moving your body, you're getting to use your body. And then there is a breathing section where you do focus on your breath. And then it goes into like a guided, uh, vis visualization, um, where you kind of just lay there, sit there, whatever, close your eyes. And I will lead you on a mermaid journey of self-discovery. <laughs> 
I love that. Oh, I, I do a lot of, yeah, a lot of, um, guided meditations and definitely like that would be so much fun. Oh, is it online or all in person? Yeah. If you, if you go on, I do them online. If you go on my, uh, Facebook page, Siren Diving, um, there should be a video on there from the last one I did. Cause this last one I did was a live and they save the lives. So that's available. So there's like uh-huh. a, yeah. and oh, that amazing. one's all about creating your own like mental safe space, but it's your own mental mermaid safe space. So yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I got a lot of, I got a, a number of people afterwards who were like, that was actually really awesome. And I was like, Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, that's so lovely. Oh, and like, what is for you one thing that you cannot mermaid without? My eye kit, um, because I have really sensitive eyes and I, mm. I think I'm actually like low key allergic to chlorine. So, oh. uh, so, you know, that's fun. Um, because within like minutes, my eyes are already like bright red and I'm like, I opened my eyes once. Oh, um, no. <laughs> so I have, so I have a, I have a kit. It's got eye wash, eye drops, and it has, um, like this, like eye gel. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but I'll put it in beforehand oh. too. And it kind of just gives you a little coat, little layering over your eyes. It goes away, but it 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 uh, gives you a little bit more protection. That's such a good idea, too. Like, I, I think because if you're just getting into mermaiding, that's something you might not even think of. No, it's true. I I I had no idea about it. And mm-hmm. um, I was actually I was watching TikTok and it was um, uh, Morgana from Circus Siren Pod. And she was talking about opening like your eyes under the water and like swimming with goggles and how it's not worth it to ruin your eyes when you don't have to swim with the goggles. And, you know, so I had written a comment like, well, some along the lines of like, well, what's in your eye care kit? Like, what what do you have for like the performers or whatnot? And it was some, something along those lines. And then she made a response video and I was like, hey. um, but, but, and she listed like all those things. And I was like, check, 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 check. And now I uh, never swim without them. And it makes a huge difference, a huge difference. And like the community, I find like so many people have been so supportive and like any questions you have, they just will take the time and just be like, oh, hey, like this can really help you or, oh, like this or that. Like, I just love that this community is so supportive in in some ways. There, I know there's other, yeah. There's, <laughs> <But> there's, <laughs> there's different, there's different uh, mm. types, but you know what? I feel like you find that in any, yeah. in any community, you're going to find, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you're going to find the know-it-alls, you're going to find the gatekeepers, but you're also like going to find the people who care. And yeah. Yeah. those are the people that you choose, you then choose to surround yourself with. Yeah. This is something that um, I think is really important to remember uh, because I know we love to talk about inclusivity, but also it, it's also important to remind yourself that, you know, you might not get along with everyone and that's okay too. 
Yeah, like, and and it is a community, a very large community across the globe. And you can find, you know, your little pod that is supportive of you or like your people who will have your back and will be like, hey, this is an eye kit you can use and be like, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I, before I moved to Virginia, like, I don't even, what was that, four, almost five years ago now? I goodness. So long as we've ever been in one place. Um, I didn't have a pod. I was just mermaiding by myself in my pool. I didn't realize pods were a thing. And then I like saw, you know, cause the Google is always listening and something like popped up in like my Facebook feed. And I was like, Oh, there's a thing here. And then I was like, and I'm set. I've got, I've found my community. Everyone's like, everyone I met is so nice and so sweet. And uh, a couple of them are like they'll go out of their way to like promote like my business and stuff at like meetups they're like so you're new to the mermaid community huh anna here's an instructor anna when are your next classes and i'm like <laughs> okay Aww, <laughs> but everyone's so like nice. everyone's always so kind and so sweet in my yeah. experience um and i don't know I, I don't think i've ever felt so like welcomed as a whole until yes. like this what is one thing that you wish you knew before you started mermaiding? I think I just wish I knew about it sooner. Like, I think about that as well. You know, I'm 37. And I'm like, man, I wish I knew about mermaiding when I was like 16. Oh. I know. Because like, I'll see, I'll, cause I'm 35 and I'll, I'll see uh, people who are younger than me. And they're like, I've been doing this for 12 years. And I'm like, what? Yeah, I didn't even know about years? it. <laughs> I, I didn't know about it six years ago. Like... <laughs> but uh but we know but about it now yeah. we know about it now and it came to us when we needed it and at the right time that's I think you know. so. yeah now that you say that that kind of sets off some light bulbs for me I think I think I did need it when I found it and what is what's what's next for you do you have any big mermaid plans any courses um so I I'm actually going to be teaching at Siren Symposium in oh, April. Wow. <gasps> yeah, I'm going to be holding a merfolk meditation class for people. Oh and it's, yeah, and it's going to be a, a midday thing. And so I encourage people to do it because conventions are a lot. And sometimes you get sensory overload and it's nice to just chill and relax or just restart. Um, yes. But yeah, I'm really excited about that. That's so exciting. I wish I could just fly over for that because I agree. Like I do have a goal is to one day make it to the mermaid convention in California. Um, it's like, I would love to go one day, but I am very concerned about the sensory overwhelm because I'm not a nice person when I get overwhelmed. I, I, I shut down. <laughs> me, me neither. Me neither. I can be very off-putting and, and the, very rude. Yeah. Um, but the, I don't know about the uh, the one in California, but I know that Mermagicon that happens out on this side, I think they're in Silver Springs this year um, in Maryland. But they, last year when I went, they had quiet spaces, like safe spaces for people who do get overwhelmed, that they could go and they could just chillax until they were ready to come back. 
I was going to ask because I did a zine fair recently because, um, you know, I do like comic art and stuff. And at the zine fair, it was so overwhelming being at a booth and, and being one of the exhibitors. But they had this amazing quiet room. So anytime I felt overwhelmed, you know, because you're talking and you're chatting and, you know, like someone uh, with autism, like at times, and it just happened like randomly at times. <laughs> It just become like something like, okay, yeah, I'm going to go to the quiet room. <laughs> I, I completely know what you mean, where you're suddenly like, ah, and I'm done. I've hit the wall and I'm out of here. Like, do not talk to me. Yeah. Do not. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's so important to have those places uh, just to kind of bring like more inclusivity within the mermaid community. Um, it's something I really am striving for uh, while also making sure I don't burnout. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear that. We're my husband and I I'm constantly talking to him about like the like the work life balance cuz I'm like I have all these goals and dreams and I want to be the a famous mermaid. <laughs> He's like, "Okay, yeah. you also have two children and a husband." And I'm like, "True. Can you guys come with me?" Like <laughs> Yes, yeah, the mermaid family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He, him, maybe not so much. He's not much of a swimmer, but he takes some great photos. So, but yeah, yeah, him and I talk a lot about the, like the work, the work and family life balance. And it's, it's hard, but it's, it's doable. Someone who is neurodivergent wanting to offer these mermaid meditations or like safe spaces or doing like projects to um, bring more inclusivity it can be a real challenge at times because people often think like, oh, well, you know, you should be perfect at this. Actually, I'm a human. I make mistakes and I mess up all the time. And, you know, I get overwhelmed. I get sensory overload. And, yeah. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I, one of the things I've learned, like, like, and I think we all know it, but it's different between like knowing between sorry knowing something like you hear it and you're like yeah, yeah yeah I know versus the light bulb goes off and you actually understand it and I think I've really just started understanding it is that as like people and humans like you just everyone is going you're going to feel all the things like you're never not going there's never not going to be a, a moment of sadness or anger or being overwhelmed it's what you're learning is not how to how to not be that what you're learning is how to appropriately respond and handle it mm. because you're always yeah. there's always going to be some point where you're overwhelmed how are you going to handle it you're going to be sad how are you going to handle it like it's mm. that everyone is going to be all the things how are you going to handle it and, and giving each other a bit of grace we're all going through our own thing in this life and in this mermaid life hey maybe this person can't respond right away or maybe um something's happening or you know just and allowing them to be humans or mermaids yep. or mermaids <laughs> Because we're not all perfect, okay? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Where can people find you just so they know how to reach out so they can join your Patty Mermaid class or also the mermaid meditation classes you offer? Um, so you can find me on social media of the Facebook and Instagram. And uh, my tag is at Siren Diving LLC. And I can also check out my website, which is siren-diving.com. And all of my lovely info is there. 
<laughs> Thank you again so much, all. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to Mermaids for Mental Health podcast. And remember, I'll swim with you.